Hey, welcome to Pageant Vest Day. My name is Carly Rose, and I am one of your hosts. I'm here with the incredible international pageant coach, Kyle Hagerty. We are so excited to present this show to you tonight. Every week that we have done shows, when we have had a guest on that has put on her point of view, we have reached out to the people that were spoken about and given them the opportunity to come on and speak as well. Our, we, all, we have had the U.S. Contest, the U.S organization on, we have had the Miss America organization on, and this is the first time we've actually had one of the people spoken about come on for a rebuttal show. We're very excited to have Geraldine Anders, the National Director of Today's American Woman Pageants on with us, and I'll introduce her in a few minutes. Our show last week featured Denise Williams, who has had trouble with people hassling her about her crown and her atheism. Geraldine was the director that was mentioned in that show, and so we have invited her on the show tonight to share with us her point of view. I am coming to you live from Seattle, Washington. I have my little Seahawks guy behind me because, of course, the Seahawks are going to take the Super Bowl this weekend. And I'd like to share with you my incredible co-host, the handsome, the incredible Kyle Haggerty. Kyle, you there? Hello, world. And Seahawks, I'm going to root for the Seahawks just because you're rooting for them. But at the end of the day, it's the Chicago Bears every day, all day. And I need you to understand that. Now, all how are you going to root for both? You know something? Just, Carly, go with it. Go with it. And, and one other thing, too, let's, let's be clear about something because we don't want the wrong people getting mad at, at us, okay? Because I don't mind people getting angry with me. Actually, I wear it as a badge of honor. It's not the U.S. system that was on here with USA. U.S. is United States. Oh, you're right. Okay. So Thank I you. don't want Chris Wilmer calling me. I'm very good friends with Chris Wilmer, the National Director of the United States. I don't want him calling me, giving me grief. So, correction. We had a contestant who competed at the state level for the Miss USA pageant, not Miss US. So, before Thank we you, continue. Kyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You take such good care of me. I do. I do. And one, I got a couple of quick shout outs, so I'm going to go ahead and take this moment to do that. My first shout-out, why I'm not wearing a bow tie today. I'm actually wearing a suit that I rushed here. I'm in the D.C. area because Francesca, one of my premier clients, is celebrating her 21st birthday today. Oh, happy so, birthday. Yes, yes. He's now a Miss contestant, so Francesca, happy birthday. Great dinner at Clyde, and I look forward to next year. Also, and you look oh so handsome. You know, just because I knew it was you. Oh. And my second shout-out, you know, every week I do a different coach that I have a relationship with. So my next shout-out is to Adrian Watson Carver of Studio A Pageants, Modeling, and Performing Arts out of Baltimore. She is fantastic. She had a couple of winners this weekend. So, Adrian, kudos to you. Looking forward to seeing you next week. And my final shout-out, as you see, this is normally the point when I show my book and I do this kind of thing, right? Well, right. guess what? I don't have a book to show today because Producing Winners, Your Pathway to the Crown, is sold out. Congratulations, so, oh, Kyle. Thank you. It is sold out. And one of my clients told me there are only two left on Amazon. So I want to give a shout-out to Carly from Philadelphia who got the last book. So not only did she get the last book of Producing Winners, Your Pathway to the Crown, she will get the first book of Producing Winners. And mind you, this is the first time I'm airing this. Life After the Crown. So you've heard it here. My next book is Producing Winners, Life After the Crown, sharing with girls what to do with those pageant skills when you're done competing, getting married, and having babies. So. Awesome. <laughs> and great name, Carly. Congratulations on getting that last book, and love your name. 
Yes, absolutely. She is fantastic. So, as all Carly's are. Yes, yes, they are. So, what's on the agenda for tonight? I know we got Geraldine here. So, yes, and also we have the other woman with us. Last week, I was out, as you said, just sitting around, and I missed out on co-hosting with the fabulous Kyle. And we had a celebrity joining us. I was so excited for her to take my seat. And I'm afraid I might not be able to fit back in the seat. She does such an amazing, awesome job. We have asked her to join us this evening so we can have a threesome and we can both share you at the same time, (laughs) Kyle. So, hey, Chris Dickerson, you there? I am here. Hi. Now, hold on a second. You know I'm all about threesomes now, so be careful. I am so there. It's a pageant trilogy of three very impressive people. <laughs> well, I'm surprised, though, that you want to join in after all the, you know, yeah-yeah from last week. Mm-hmm. You did, You guys rocked it. It was an amazing show. I, it was a really, really great show. I was impressed. The really important thing that we want to do with Pageant Verte is we want to not only, we want to share the things that aren't talked about that much, but we also want to give our guests respect and whoever they speak about, we want to show the same respect. And so that is why this week we have brought on the amazing, the incredible, Gerilyn Anders. She's the American Woman System. I myself am a little biased, so it's really nice that you hear because I probably don't, I'm pretty biased since I'm a title holder with today's American Woman System, and I am totally head over heels in love with them and will be with them forever. Gerilyn is an amazing director, and I'd like to introduce her right now. Gerilyn, you there? Yes, I am. I'm here. (laughs) Awesome. Now, you, I love you. I adore you. You know that. Um, Last week, we had a show with Denise Williams, who had been an ambassador with you. As the audience knows, is not someone that went and actually walked on stage and won a title and was crowned. Right. It is someone that the pageant system wants to have out there representing their system to the public. And so Denise was awarded an ambassador title from Gerilyn Anders. And during their time together, there was a couple issues. There was one issue that they had some serious talks about. And Gerilyn was going to show with, share with us her story on that. So Gerilyn, you want to go ahead and share with us what happened? Sure. Um... Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. Okay. Um, Denise and I were Facebook friends, and she followed the pageant on the um, fan page, and she would make comments how she wished she could be involved, and she saw that we had a ambassador program, and she asked if she could become an ambassador to represent the pageant system without having to come to the live pageant because she could not afford to travel um, that far away. And I agreed. I thought it would be a wonderful thing for her. Um, and so she joined. I mailed her crown and sash. And, uh, you know, just we just clicked, hit it off, you know, best of buddies. And um, then we had a couple problems where she started um, portraying her religious beliefs or lack of beliefs her atheism in a derogatory way by slandering people who would post something about God. She would say, why does God always have to be in it? Why can't God be left out of things? You know, why does everybody have to pray about everything? You know, and just making comments to where my girls, my pageant 
queens were uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable. So I had a talk with her and I asked her to please, you know, stop doing these things because it was jeopardizing her title with me. And if she chose to continue to post like that, that I would have to take her title away because she was misrepresenting my beliefs. Not that I think that every person has to be a Christian or a believer in God, but just a good moral person with uplifting and positive um, outlooks on life. If they're going to represent a pageant system, then they are leaders and they need to be positive. So she would, would she, she would, because I know that she and I were Facebook friends as well, mm -hmm. and there was a point where I ended up taking her off friends for the same reasons that you're speaking about, yes. he would come on my personal wall and say things about God. Is that where, was it things that were on wall or was coming to posts that you were putting? It was on my wall and her wall, and she would comment on posts that the pageant queens or other people would make on my wall, and they'd say, pray for such and such and so and so, and she'd say, why does everybody have to pray? Why does God have to be in everything? And people were like, who is this person? She's representing your pageant system. You're allowing this negativity. No one ever said anything about her atheism. It was right. always the negativity that she was portraying that was the problem. Right. I also be someone being an atheist. I think that we need to be able to, we're blessed to choose to believe in what we believe in, but there is a point where you, if you spew hatred to people's then that's Okay, that was that was a lot of what was happening during this time, correct? Right, right, absolutely. Now, it's important that the audience know you never you did not take her crown. No, I did not take her crown because she and I, like I said, had a relationship before. So we understood and respected each other, and she respected my wishes, and she backed off, and she, you know, calmed down on posting even on her wall about things. I'm going to read to you right now a post that she put back during when this was happening. Mm -hmm. This is what she put there. She said, here's the deal. I am no longer going to censor my free-thinking beliefs, but I'm going to be a lot nicer about it. No more looking down on people for what they believe. No more trying to keep the chain of mind. to understand that it does both ways. Don't expect to Do not judge me or unfriend me because I believe differently. I'm not good with rejection, and that has caused me to lash out in the past. I've accepted responsibility for being in the wrong, and that has been a lot. So with that said, clean slate, fresh start, rewind, all that jazz. Have a nice day. And be on with her reign with you. Yes. Yes. Also, I want to let you know that on May 13th, which is when her reign was up, mm -hmm. she posted, so my reign with today's American has officially come to an end. But it's okay. I say it was an awesome much love and thanks to Geraldine Ann, a truly awesome director. Ladies, I highly recommend that you do this pageant, but be it next year or in the future, you will not regret it. Oh, so I think that's really awesome that she is able, she does come from a place she has realized that going on other people's walls and attacking them for their beliefs was not okay. Right. You know, ladies, can I jump in here? Yes, please, Bruce. Bruce, jump in. You know, my thought also is pageantry can be a very powerful platform. And yeah. I, I believe pageantry is a very powerful tool. Yeah. 
And we certainly do have to wield that tool and treat it uh, with respect and very carefully. And I know just through my personal experience starting out in pageantry, it was a completely new world for me. And it took me, you know, a time of adjustment, mental adjustment, and, you know, how do I walk this pageantry stuff? You know, so there's a lot there in just pageantry to have to grasp and put your, wrap your brain around. So I think also that, that people, when you realize the power that you have through pageantry, yes. be able to also know how to handle that in a respectful way right. and we how to handle ourselves. Mm -hmm. We are role models because I know prior to pageantry, I would post a joke that was a little bit off color or maybe a picture of a joke that was a little off color. And my first director told me to go through and clean that up because potential judges, and then as well as people that are, I'm a public figure. We maybe don't right. look at ourselves that we're a public figure, but there are people out there. I think there's a saying that says that the world, you might not be anyone, but to a person, you might be the world. Right. I know I didn't say that exactly correctly. But even if it's, it's so important, you know, I'm not a big believer in, and, and I'm no way disrespecting Denise's, the views that she has by equating it to something that's a little bit silly, but... I'm not a huge believer in exercise. I haven't come to the point in my life where I'm a big believer that I have to do it every day. Now, I have a lot of friends that are fitness people, and I'm really careful. I don't go on their walls and say, why are the heck are you exercising? You are wasting your time. You shouldn't right. be doing that. Out of respect for what they think is important in their life. And that's what I think is a big lesson that was learned here, and I know Denise, Yes. did learn it a while back She because we had been, we were Facebook friends for a while, and then she asked if I would give her another chance, that she would not be coming on my wall and saying things like that, and she would be more careful. And I, and I told her, I said, I completely respect how you feel. I just don't want yes. you throwing it in my face all the time. Something that she wrote to you, Geraldine, today, because she and I had a hangout earlier, I want to make sure that anything she wants to say since that show was said and she said that I want to make sure that Geraldine knows that I genuinely have nothing but respect and love for her and today's American Woman pageant. She is one of the finest directors I've ever had. I'd be oh. honored to officially compete in today's American Woman. I think that says a lot for you, Geraldine, in how you did handle this. Mm -hmm. Disrespect her. You let her know that you are and you do have beliefs that you want your brand represented in a certain way. Right. And, you know, constitutional-wise, you know, I was looking on the Internet, there are at least seven states that won't even allow a public figure that is an atheist to hold office. Right. So wow. it is not just something to pageantry. That's That's yeah. I know, That's Kyle. I, I agree. I completely agree. Do Kyle, you want to jump in and tell your views? I, I will in a moment. But, Bruce, I want to ask you a question since um, we had our affair last week. Yeah, yes. you brat. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, now, isn't, I'm, isn't, isn't he a hot? Right. Now, I'm about, I'm about to kind of go there on something for a second. So yes. if I get in trouble, yeah. I get in trouble. I don't think she's an atheist for real. I don't. I don't buy it. Denise, if you're watching this, I respect you, and I respect everything that, that you put out there. But I don't buy it. I'm sorry. 
You think she's an atheist, Kyle? I don't think she's an atheist. Let me tell you why I don't think so. Because, okay. you know, I, I heard a lot of contradictory statements last, last week when she was yeah. speaking, yeah. and I know those that are atheists. I do, okay? You know, I'm a good Catholic altar boy, all right? But, right. but you know, I'm a free thinker in the same turnaround. And right. when she kept saying, well, I don't know, I'm not sure, in many right. ways trying to figure it out, someone who's atheist, they're atheist, okay? And, and so my, my thought is, and then I'll shut up, and Spruce, I'd love to hear what you have to say, is that I think that she's been through a lot of challenges in her life, like all of us, okay? Right. And we all deal with those challenges differently. And I think that, you know, that she has chosen that maybe, and I'm not putting words in her mouth, this is just how I see it, is that based right. on what she's going through, that spirituality is not her way of dealing with it. And so, therefore, in her world, it does not exist. Right, right. Because in my eyes, someone who is truly atheist, there's yeah. no two ways about it. There's no figuring it out. There's no pathway. There's no journey. Right. right. In their right. eyes, God does not exist. And right. so, you know, granted, you know, there's a couple of things I need to talk with Jera about. But before we get to that, I just kind of yeah. want to know, Spruce, you know, you were there with me last yeah. week. What are your thoughts? Because that's how I see it. Well, so, uh, I, I hear you. I hear you. And so, but I really think that she is searching. She is searching for something to believe in. She is searching for a grounding. And um, so atheist and, you know, why she has chosen that or how why she feels that way. But I really feel that she's searching for a grounding. And, um, you know, just like any of us, starting out just in any anything, just, just living life and walking life, you know, we're always trying to figure things out. And you, you know, you... You have it figured out for you, and other people have it figured out for, for themselves. I think she is just starting her journey of trying to figure things out, maybe of who she is, really. But there's and, a word um, for that, though, Bruce. The word for that is called agnostic. Well, well, that's not believing in anything at all. Or, or yeah, agnostic in anything at all. Right. But like I mean, she said, she said, well, God. Well, I think she's vacillating, trying to, you know. Right. And, and you know something, and that's, kind of where, and that's kind of where I have my challenge because here's the thing is that I think she's a very pleasant woman. I think her heart is in the right place, and I think that her intentions are true. I do yes. believe that, okay? Yes. yes. But, but yes. to me, someone, the atheist, people who I know that are atheists, there's real no conversation to have. This is what I believe. You know, we can talk about creation. We can talk about evolution. You know, we can talk, have an intellectual conversation about that. But I'm on right. my side because I do believe that there's something bigger than myself, and they're on the other side. You know, and so right. I was having a little bit of an issue with the back and forth. And so to me, someone who's back and forth is not atheist to me. And you, you know what, though? It's like I – I wanted, and, and ladies, it, to bring this back to, I think, what her core issue is, it's not about, like, being atheist or, or believing in God. I think the core issue to her of this atheist uh, pageantry thing is that she cannot walk out in atheism or she cannot live as an atheist 
what she calls herself as an atheist, she can't live that in pageantry. I think that right there is her core message. Mm -hmm. And so what I say to that is, you know, you have to respect any pageantry that you compete in. You have to respect the director, the founder, the rules that are set. But that doesn't mean that she still can't live as an atheist and that she can't speak about being an atheist. My whole thing is that I think she she had a bully platform, you know, by going on her Facebook wall and seeing all the vitriolic things that she has on her wall. Um, so I think she turned it into a bully platform. Mm -hmm. But I feel that she can be the way she wants to be, still compete in pageantry, still say she's an atheist, and still be respectful to Geraldine, who is a Christian, or to whomever else. Does that make I believe sense? that too, Spruce, because you know, today's American Woman pageant, one of the reasons I am such a huge supporter of it, is we are for all women, all abilities, all shapes, all sizes, and all religious beliefs. We have several ladies that are not yeah. Christian women that are within and you know, when we post, you know, pray for one of our girls, they just don't say anything. Right. And you right. know, we very much would respect, you know, her being with us and being an atheist. It was just the out and out hatred kind of stuff that put on those walls and things like that. Right. Geraldine, yeah. we do have a few that are not Christians, correct? Yes, we do. Now, Geraldine, I'm going to move to you. So okay. let, me do my, let me do my disclaimer with Geraldine first. <laughs> Geraldine, you have no bigger fan than me. I know. Okay? You know. I'm excited not only to be, you know, the coach that you endorse. You know, I'm very honored you know, to be part of your system, but I'm also honored that you're working with me on World Championships. Right. So I, I really appreciate who you are. And the one thing that people know about me is that it doesn't matter how much I love you, I will always tell you what I really think. So I'm going to take this moment to tell you what I really think. Okay. And then I'm going to give you a big kiss when I see you. Okay. <laughs> All right. So my, I, I do have a question for you because what I like to do is do the lay of the land first and then get into my question. That's right. Could you explain to me or to our viewing public who are not pageant savvy as much as we are, you know, live it, breathe it, drink it, okay? Right. Explain to them what an ambassador title is and why you choose to have it. That's good. An ambassador title is a representative of the pageant system, much like a queen, really not any different from a queen other than the fact that they did not compete for their title. They have to submit an application to me that has some specific questions on there to where they're, they're approved or they could be denied for um, becoming an ambassador for me. And um, they are to uphold all standards of the pageant just like anyone you know anyone that competes is they have the same code of conduct rules as well as the same um, queen contract so that's what an ambassador is the reason why I have ambassadors or did have for the first couple of years is being a new pageant system to me the more the merrier at first got the word out as to who I am and what I'm about and and I have streamlined that down some and um, taken some of those away to where only very special case um, scenarios I might have one or two a year but not like I was having when I had ten. 
Okay. Now, you said that, you know, during, I assume that the application process and them speaking with you, that's how you vet your ambassadors. Is that correct? Yes, yes. Okay. So could you share with us, and I'm not talking about Denise here, but just in general, sure. what would be reasons that you would not accept someone to be an ambassador for your pageant during your vetting process? Well, if they were out just to, to seek another crown and title to put up on their shelf to look pretty, um, I really am passionate about making a difference in the world. And I want my ladies to know that when they get a title with me, they've got to work. They've got to work hard. You know, we're the only pageant system that I know that has something called monthly missions to where we have specific appearances that our queens make the same appearance but all over in their specific community um, all over the world United States we all do the same like giving blood donating blood working for um, the animal shelters you know homeless shelters um, at Christmas we adopted children my ambassadors have to be involved with this as well mm -hmm. or they don't they don't need to have a title with me they need to find a better fit for mm -hmm. them in pageantry now, you, you stated a little bit earlier that, you know, you streamline your ambassador program, which I, I think is a very good thing to do because you can control it a little bit better. So yeah. I definitely understand that from a business point of view. And yes. you said that now those with special cases. What made Denise a special case on why you allowed her to be an ambassador for your system? Well, Denise was not so much as a special case other than the fact that she expressed to me that traveling was a, a difficult thing for her, you know, for more than one reason, and that um, she just had the desire to make a difference in her community, and I really wanted to help her do that by allowing her to have a title that she could serve and go out there and volunteer, and she did a really good job. She really did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, what... Now, you said something a little bit earlier today that I have a little bit of a challenge with, it, um, Geraldine, and I want to bring it to your attention so okay. you can explain it to me, okay? Okay. You said that part of the issue that you had is that by her posting it that it misrepresented your system and that you want someone of good moral high standings and et cetera. The way that I took it when you said it is that you are inferring that her moral standing is in question because of the things that she was posting. Did I receive that correctly, or am I misrepresenting what you meant? The way I meant it, I might have said it incorrectly. The way I meant it was, you know, like I said, we have to be positive. Whether we believe in Buddha or we worship a rock or what, whatever our beliefs are, we still have to be good, law-abiding people and show positivity when you're in pageants because people look up to us for that because we're role models. Mm -hmm. So, yes, with her posting negative things like she was posting, mm -hmm. to me it was showing not too good of a character uh, witness or reference to her. Um, and, and I felt like her character was in question more so than morality. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you said that because character is one thing and morality right, is something. Right, right. I wanted to be very clear because obviously that leads to a whole different conversation that I would gladly have with you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll say it that wasn't, Kyle, It wasn't so much <laughs> of what she was putting on her own Facebook wall. It was going on other people's walls and commenting, right. not showing respect for them that they can have a view, whatever view they want to have. Right. Now, now this, now, I'm going to, okay, Carly, can I do my rant now because I do have a rant? 
<laughs> I love you. Spruce, um, let me ask Spruce, Carly. I'm not asking you anymore. Spruce, can I have my rat now? You sure may, honey, Thank honey. You. Thank you. And Geraldine, just so you know, this rant is not for you, by the way. Oh, okay. Okay. This rant is for directors in general, okay? For most of you all, you know that I coach on the national and international with girls competing in pageants. Well, what a lot of people don't know is that I also work with grooming directors to do better pageants and to help them build their system. And actually, that's how I got to know Geraldine so well. Okay, so I have a good feel on a director's point of view, too. And the one thing that I say to directors is that if you do not tell the judges what you want, don't complain about what you get. Right. Okay, don't complain. Now, when I say tell the judges what you want, I'm not talking about rigging your pageant. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay, every, I tell every director, if you are worth the paper that your name is on, you brief your judges, okay? And you need to tell them exactly what you're looking for. Because if you want someone that's focused on community service, on self-development, and on promoting and growing your system, that's very different than saying that you want a girl that can go to an international pageant and win. Because the skill set is very different. Right. You find that, you know, a director, you know, they say pick the best girl who wins the pageant, that's a different skill set. That's having knowing how to interview. That's knowing how to model. You know, if there's talent, and it's having that. If it has swimsuit, it's having fitness. Whatever that pageant requires, that is having two to three good days in a row, putting together a package, and five people that you don't know telling you you're the best girl that night. That has nothing to do with how you're going to rank. Okay, and so when directors do not tell them, okay, yes, this girl needs to be good on stage, but at the end of the day, and Geraldine, this is why I say this to you, that your pageant is much more about the reign than it is about just winning the title. Right. You know, and that's the one thing that I learned about your pageant when I had the opportunity, you know, to go there last year. Right. And so I say to all directors out there, be very clear on what you're looking for in your winner for 300 and 63 days because the day that they win and the day that they give up, that's their day. Everything else in the middle is about the system. That's right. Okay? And so I always rant to these directors, stop pissing and moaning. Okay? <laughs> if you stop doing it because that is what you get. Now, Geraldine, I turn this over to you in the sense of maybe from this experience with Denise that you learn something as far as how to vet them even further. Yes. Okay. So so you don't so you don't have this have this issue. Okay. Right. So that's the first thing. The second thing with my rant is this. At the end of the day, we live in the United States of America. And we have directors in Geraldine, I'm not necessarily talking about you. We have these directors that want to tell these girls how to live their life, what to do and what to believe. And let me tell you, there's a lot of Christian pageants out there or pageants that proclaim to be Christian based. Well, your action speaks louder than words, okay? Right. My, my mother, okay, as I always say, I came out of my mother's womb doing pageants, okay? My <laughs> mother was a pageant director, and she had a very successful pageant in Chicago called Miss Christian Citizen USA. It was huge. It was huge. You know, the churches backed it and all of this, that, and the other, and there was no debate on the direction that this pageant was going. Okay, and my mother made it very clear. And so when I look at this situation for a director to say, I am a Christian and I have a Christian pageant, no, you don't. No, you don't. Just because you're Christian 
doesn't mean that your pageant is Christian. And if that, and I say to directors out there, if you want to have a Christian-based pageant where the world knows about it, then it needs to be in paperwork. That's right. Okay, must be in your paperwork. If it's not in your paperwork, it's not a Christian pageant. Because my thing is this, if it's in the paperwork, an atheist will not apply to be your ambassador, and they won't apply to be in your pageant. That's right. You know, so, my, so to end my rant with these directors, be clear in your paperwork on what you're looking for in your winner. And another right. thing, I'm sorry, I'm not done ranting yet. Let's talk about Tiger Holder <laughs> Park. <laughs> One more thing, and I promise I'm done, and then I'll turn it back over, is that let's talk about these con the director contracts. I have more girls who win pageants, and I say to them, let me see your contract. Let me see it. And they, A, don't have a contract, or B, the contract is so ambiguous on what you want, which is another thing. Geraldine, I have not read your contract with your winner, but it needs to be specific on morality or your version of morality, on conduct, on appearances, on attire on hair and makeup, on everything. Many years ago, I won a pageant called, called Mr. Renaissance, big pageant out of Atlanta, and I won it. In my contract, it was very clear on how I was to dress when I travel, when I make appearances. And I'm looking like, are you kidding me? You want to tell me what to wear on an airplane? But at the end of the day, that pageant made it very clear mm -hmm. what they wanted. So, again, I say to directors, if it's not clear, don't piss and moan. I am now done. Thank you. <laughs> now, Kyle, let me ask you this. But, but, Kyle, let me ask you this, though. When you have a, a, pageant, a pageant that has such rigid guidelines or rules to abide by, it, do you know those rules when you enter the pageant? And if not, then what happens, say, you win and you didn't know all those rules, then then what happens? Are they stripped of their title because they well, don't no, dress well, in right. they don't dress the right simple. way to, to fly on the airplane? Right. It, 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 but it goes back to the point that I was making earlier. It should be in your paperwork. Okay? I, I think that every paperwork should put in yes. there, you know, yes. this is what's yes. expected of our title holders. You're okay? Yes. Yeah, it should be there. You know, this is what the pageant is about. Every pageant should have a mission statement, every one. Right. If you are a pageant director and don't have a mission statement, that's right. a problem, right. okay? Yeah. At the yeah. orientation meeting, I thought Geraldine do this at her orientation. She makes it very clear on what she's looking for in her winners. Right. That it needs to be in writing because in the country that we live in, what you say, right. you know, and what's in writing right. is not always the same thing. Yeah, you know, so that's kind of that's kind of where I am with it. So to all you directors out there, stop pissing and moaning about your title holders. Put it in writing. Make it clear. So then, when you have to dethrone them, you have the right to do so. Okay, Carly, back to you. I'm done. <laughs> I give a lot of kudos and respect for how Geraldine did deal with this because I I was actually privy to all of this happening because Denise and I were also Facebook friends at the time and. You know, it wouldn't have came to light that there was any negative all our show, of course, which we love that, right, Kyle? Oh, but, of course. You know, when Geraldine did see a problem happening with one of her title holders, Ambassador Erna, she did, you know, talk to Denise about it. And as I read to you earlier, Denise checked what she said. And Denise did finish out her reign with us. And as she said herself, would come back tomorrow 
to compete again. So I think that says a lot to Ger about Geraldine. That he, I know Geraldine is a Christian woman. I also know she's a Christian woman that she does no way does she judge Denise for her beliefs or any of anyone. We want all women to come be a part of us. We just expect you to show respect for other people's beliefs, and that's mainly it. Well, you know, there, there is a way, there is a really great way of dealing with these kind of things. You know, um, one of our friends here at Pageant Verte at Pageant Live is um, Kimberly Groom, you know, mm -hmm. who is CEO of Mediate the Crown. Yeah. And when I heard about this, you know, I was like, Mediate the Crown? You know, yeah. what the heck is that? You know? Yeah. And I, I think I think it's wonderful because, you know, I've had situations, because I have director clients and I have girls that compete, I've had numerous situations, and one of them was actually one of the biggest pageants in the country, but we won't say which one, where my girl, who's my client, won the national pageant, and this is a big national pageant, and that director right. is my client. Yes. Oh, guess who had to play Switzerland in that situation? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and so... Now, mind you, unfortunately, let's just say that that title holder had to resign, okay, to put it mildly, but I always I felt that if there was something like mediate the crown beforehand, that that could not have happened because even if the girl is wrong, it never looks good for a system to have to be thrown their winner. It just doesn't look good. I agree. Right. Personal experience now, with mediate exactly. the crown. So, Geraldine works with Kimberly, and there was an instance yes, early on in my reign where Geraldine brought her in for us to have her help. And I love, I mean, she really helped a lot. I really respect Kimberly. Mediate the Crown is wow. definitely something that pageant people need to take advantage of. So if you Absolutely. are a director, you know, so if you're a director um, that is having issues with your title holder, or if you are a contestant and a director is not acting like a director or doing their responsibilities, go ahead and hit us up, email us, let us know about it, and we'll put you in touch. You know, yeah. mediate the crown, so so we can help you out. And if you don't get the results needed, then we, we want to on the show. Come on, the show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Do another show. Well, Geraldine, I know right now you are in full recruiting mode because our pageant is in June. I yes. will be going back to give up my title. I'll be so there. Let's let's hear let's hear some. What is it you're looking for, and where can they go to apply? Well, you can go to www.todaysamericanwomanpageant.com for all of the information and to send me a request for an application. Yes, I am definitely looking for women from ages 11 up, as old as you want to compete. I think my oldest so far this year is going to be 80. Um, wow. All size, all I know it's all ethnicities, um, because actually she's from Puerto Rico, and all abilities. We have a special division for ladies that may be physically or mentally challenged. We do have a, a um, division for them. And okay. we're just looking for ladies that want to make a difference in the world, well, in the United States, that want to get out and serve their communities, be a part of a fantastic sisterhood to where these, my girls are all so bonded and so close, and they will be lifelong friends because of the, the experiences they have um, together with their appearances, the monthly missions that we do every month. They, it just bonds them together forever. And I, I'm looking for more great women for sure. I can attest to that. I am, well, 
I've been with Geraldine for over a year now, and yeah. I have loved every moment of being one of her queens. It is there has been zero drama other than the initial that we had Kimberly Groom's office with. There has been zero drama, which is something you hear about very often in pageantry. Sometimes there's a little more of that than you want. Yeah. There is a sisterhood among so many different women. And the coolest thing I love more than anything is that we use the crown to shine a light on what is important to us. The monthly mission, really, we all bond together all over the country to do the same thing together to help other people. Yeah. So we are being the change that we want to see in the world. So I would encourage everyone to come on board and check the woman pageant. And we will add you to our secret Facebook group to give you more information. And Geraldine is there for you every step of the way. Hey, Spruce, any shout outs? Want to leave with? I no. <laughs> I you know that no. I should have some shouts, right? But about I, yourself, I, at yeah. least you incredible supermodel. Right. Oh God! Well, you know a lot of happening with me, and I I just mm -hmm. am grateful to the Lord. Just praise the Lord. So shout out to the Lord. Yes. Amen. Amen um, you know, so he's just putting puzzle pieces together for me, and um, I'm just excited to where uh, the direction that I'm headed in. Um, so definitely anybody that's listening and watching Spruce Dickerson, just look me up on Facebook, and, and um, because there are exciting things are coming. So for my motivational speaking, for modeling, I'm also a pageant coach, so... Uh, hit me up and let's talk and let's have an exciting journey together. Awesome. awesome. Thanks so much for being on again, Spruce. We really appreciate you right. being with us. So, Kyle, you um, Yeah, I don't know if I gave this shout out earlier, but I want to give a shout out to Deb Landry, the um, CEO of Bryson Taylor Publishing, who actually organized and edited my book, Producing Winners, Your Pathway to the Crown. Um, <laughs> Deborah, my book would not have been possible without you, and I just want to say thank you. The last thing that I want to say is that I normally give a message, but I have a different one I'm going to give today based on this conversation. To all the ladies out there that compete in pageantry competition, remember that your social media represents you. And remember, if you keep your actions honorable, they can never be questioned. Three cheers for Kyle. That rocks. You can, you can find me on Facebook at The Curvy Times. And my, you can get a hold of us at Pageant Verite. Verite is V-E-R-I-T-E at gmail.com. So send us your questions. Any questions, ideas we use for a show, you get 30 minutes of free time with Kyle, whether for strategy, coaching, or whatever you choose to use it for. <laughs> want to thank Jarlyn so much for being on with us. Like I said, she's an incredible director. I could spend a three-hour show telling you about her. Aww. Have a little guest on your lap, Jarlyn. I guess he's sound asleep. <laughs> oh, can you hold him up for everybody to give, give a little look here? Oh, well, he's awake now. We had an extra guest you guys didn't know about, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's his grandson. Isn't he adorable? <laughs> and I want to especially thank Denise. Thank you so much, Denise, for sharing with us your heart yes. and for taking a risk Absolutely. to step out publicly like this yes. and to share with us how you felt. We completely respect how you felt, and we appreciate everything about you. And I'm so happy that we are Facebook friends again. And then maybe someday we will actually compete together in some curvy divisions. That's right. Thank you all for joining Pageant Verte. Till we meet again next week, we are going to have Don Reese sharing with us how moms lose the crown for their kids sometimes. So tune in. Peace out. Thank you so much.
Bye. 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 Bye.